coaches, this is Whitney with Get the Pancake, a podcast for volleyball coaches. Today I'm going to mix things up a little bit and we're going to record a special edition podcast episode. Yes, I know this podcast is for coaches, but many of you have players who are getting ready for tryouts that are coming up. And honestly, I receive a lot of messages from players who are nervous about tryouts. And so I wanted to put something out there to sort of ease their fears and just review how a player can prepare for tryouts. So today's episode is going to cover seven volleyball tryout tips for your player. Even if you're a coach and you coach your child, I recommend that you listen to this episode together. Obviously, my advice is just from my own personal viewpoint as a coach who has ran tryouts for school, club, etc. And you may agree with everything, which would be awesome. But if you disagree with something too, that's a good conversation that you can have with your player. Now, I have only coached girls volleyball specifically, so I know boys volleyball is growing and I'm very excited about that. However, I haven't been the coach deciding who makes or doesn't make the boys volleyball team. So if you are a boys volleyball player, I'm assuming most of this will help you, but I can't say for sure that it applies 100%. Also, I want to give you advice, but I also want to motivate players to get off the couch and get ready for tryouts. It's not just something that we want to sit down and worry about. Tryouts aren't something to be stressed about if you've prepared enough, and that's going to kind of be what we cover in this episode. All right, let's get to it. Seven tryout tips for your player. Tip number one, breathe. (laughs) Relax. So whether you are new to volleyball, going to a new school, or you're just nervous for another year of tryouts, I want you to just take a deep breath now. Feeling anxious and nervous only hurts players when they're in the tryout process. And we as coaches understand that. We know that it's very nerve-wracking to go out there and have us sitting there judging you and making notes. That's what it feels like. And honestly, that's what it is. We're trying to make sure that we pick the players who will be the best fit for our style of coaching and work well together. And so I understand it is stressful, but if you go into tryouts extremely nervous, you're probably not going to move very fluidly on the court. And that's something that coaches will notice. Now, none of these are deal breakers necessarily, but if you're able to just take a deep breath, and relax, you're going to have a head start over half of the players that show up to tryouts. Tip number two is to teach yourself to loosen up. Now this seems very similar to tip number one, which is to relax, but I want you to teach yourself how to sort of shake off mistakes and let go of things that are impacting you throughout tryouts. For example, let's say that you're going through tryouts and maybe you have a tough start. Maybe during the serving portion, you miss five out of 10 serves and you're really starting to beat yourself up. I want you to understand how to reset your confidence and get control over your mind. This will help you later on in match situations as well. So it's a skill that you can use throughout your entire volleyball career. I personally have found that three deep breaths focusing on loosening up. Before I found that this actually worked, I always thought that it was kind of a joke (laughs) that taking deep breaths wouldn't work for me. But once I got into the habit of trying to make it work, I realized that it was something that could calm me down instantly and help me refocus and usually changed how I was performing. So pick some sort of a quick ritual that you want to do to get yourself focused and relaxed 
practice that leading up to tryouts. So you could do what I do, which is take three deep breaths, nice and slowly. I like to close my eyes as well, that just helps. And then focus on how much better you feel after. You could also do something like jumping around a few times and crisscrossing your arms in front of you, or maybe just redoing your hair really quick could help you out, wiping dust off the bottom of your shoes. Something that only takes two to three seconds that you could do even in the middle of play. Something that you could do really quick, maybe after a contact of the ball or after a rally's over. That way you can use it anytime you need it. Basically, you want to come up with something that tells your body it's time to focus, you can use this throughout tryouts to refocus anytime something seems to be going wrong or if your nerves start to creep in, you can use this to relax and loosen up. Tryout tip number three is to practice positive self-talk. This is another one of those tips that as a player, I thought it sounded silly until I actually tried it and worked on positive self-talk for myself, but I didn't realize how negative I was in my head until I was focusing on saying positive things to myself. I know there are a lot of people out there who actually do say full sentences to themselves, <laughs> something along the lines of, what are you doing? I can't believe you missed that serve. How could you miss it? That was so easy. Why can't you get this pass down? It's coming right to you. And then it sort of spirals into, I'm never going to make the team. The coach thinks I'm so bad at passing. And it sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because if that's how you feel, that's how you start to act. Like I said, some people speak in full sentences to themselves that way. I just get a general feeling of feeling bad or feeling nervous or like I'm messing up. I don't necessarily talk to myself in negative sentences, but I used to just get frustrated with myself and angry. Even that was enough to throw me off my game if I let it. However, once I learned to use positive self-talk, it dramatically changed how I played on the court. So positive self-talk is essentially giving yourself a pep talk with encouraging words or feeling positive feelings. For example, let's say that I've shanked three passes in a row. Before I learned to use positive self-talk, that would have made me feel horrible and angry and like I wanted to storm off of the court and like I was a bad passer and I would have had all these negative doubts in my mind. However, using positive self-talk, I can tell myself, it's okay, you've got the next one. Don't worry about it. Or, okay, this hitter has beat me three times going to my left. I'm going to adjust over and I will get that pass. And even though it's positive self-talk, you can be aggressive with yourself at times. So again, going back to the passing example, if I've missed three in a row, I'm going to tell myself, what are you doing? You know you can get this. Just get underneath the ball and pop it up. That's all you need to do. Essentially, just having a positive outlook on the outcome is what you need to focus on here. This might be one of those areas which it's easier said than done. So think of a couple of situations that tend to give you a hard time, whether that's Maybe when you're setting, you double on occasion, or if you hit the ball, let's say you're still working on your control and a lot of times it will go out. Practice in your mind, seeing yourself hitting the ball in and telling yourself, you know, if you hit the ball out, that's okay. You got the next one. The next one's definitely going in. And this is something you can use at tryouts if things aren't going well. We all have those days where things just don't seem to work out and if it happens to be a tryout day for you, having this trick up your sleeve is really going to benefit you. My fourth tryout tip for players 
is to practice and feel confident in your abilities. Listen, the internet is full of information. If you're not sure how to pass a ball, just Google it and you can teach yourself the basics. It's not the same as being coached and you won't benefit as much as receiving some extra instruction, but there are so many free videos out there where you can look up how to pass a ball, how to set a ball, and you don't necessarily even need to have a volleyball to practice these. Now, having a volleyball at home will help, but not everyone has one. You could try going to a gym or a rec center and getting some practice in, but just learning how the ball reacts to your touch is going to put you ahead of other players, especially if you are new to the sport or trying out for a team that is maybe sixth grade, seventh grade. Seeing yourself get better at something over time is going to help you feel confident because you'll know that you've struggled before and then you got better as a result of effort and practice. Walking into the gym knowing some of the basics is going to help you feel much more confident than many of the other players who are trying out. Tip number five, you don't need to be a superstar in all skills. Passing, setting, hitting, serving, blocking, very few players will excel at all of these skills, even at the higher levels of the sport. So just because you're going through tryouts and you've done well at passing, you've done well at hitting, and then you get to the setting portion of tryouts and you totally mess up every single ball that you touch, don't worry about it. Coaches fill their rosters by recruiting positions and if you do well in a couple of skills but not others you'll probably fit better into different positions. So in the example I just gave if you can pass if you can hit but your setting is struggling don't worry you're just not going to fill the setter role. You still have an opportunity to become a front row hitter or a back row player or even an all-around player that just doesn't set. There are six different spots on the court, and all you need to be able to do is fit the characteristics of one of those spots. If you struggle with passing or struggle with hitting, don't worry about it. The coaches will overlook it as long as you are doing an all right job in other skills. As a side note for this tip, just focus on what you're naturally talented in and what you like to do. It will be more fun and you'll improve faster. So if you really like setting, don't worry about becoming a better passer or a better hitter in your off time. Your coach will work with you on what you need to improve on, but just being a better setter is going to help you stand out at tryouts. Tip number six, physical ability counts. If you're in bad shape, you might get passed over. If you're in good shape, you will stand out. Why is that? Volleyball tryouts, especially for school, are after a long summer, and unfortunately, a lot of us choose to just sit on the couch all summer and not really work out or work on our physical fitness. Now, when I say bad shape, good shape, I'm not talking about how you look. I'm talking about your physical ability. So if you can hustle, if you have agility, if you are strong, that's what's going to stand out to your coaches. And I'm sorry, but... There are no excuses here. You can always work on your physical ability at home. You don't even have to go anywhere. Like seriously, could you drop down and do 10 push-ups right now? What about crunches? Air squats? You can do things. It's just a matter of determining whether you want to do them or not and whether it's worth it. So if you'd like to show up at volleyball tryouts ready to go, you'll make the decision to get into better shape right now. The last tip for volleyball tryouts, tip number seven, it is the extras that make or break you. So a couple of examples of extras. I'm talking about 
loudness, your hustle, whether you are listening when a coach is speaking or not. If you are coachable, what I mean by coachable is if I ask you to toss the ball higher, do you toss the ball higher? (laughs) Or if I ask you to stay low, are you going to stay low immediately and for the next five minutes? You'd be surprised how many players will make a small change once or twice after being coached that way and then go right back to their old habits. Another extra that really stands out to coaches is cheering for other players, giving high fives, clapping. We're looking to see if you're a good teammate, not necessarily just a good player. And finally, kindness. Kindness really does stand out to coaches. We see all of the little things that you do when you go on your water break or when you're leaving the gym. If you're not being nice to other players in the gym or let's say someone forgot a water bottle and you offer an extra one that you brought, we're going to see that and we're going to make note of it. Also, if you go up and thank your coaches after tryouts for coming in and coaching, this isn't going to automatically get you a spot on the team, but it does help you stand out in our minds because not everyone is willing to come up and say thank you for the hard work that we put in as well. So when you go to tryouts, a great way to stand out is to make sure that you are doing everything you can to show that you are fully committed to being on the team, to being a good team member. If you're there talking to your friend while the coach is giving instructions, we'll see it and we're going to make a note of it. That's something that if it comes down to it, let's say we have three more spots to fill and there's five people to choose from, it's very unlikely that I'm going to pick the person who wasn't listening or the person who was walking everywhere. Just to be clear, you can't make the team alone just on hustle and just by being nice and cheering. However, it definitely boosts you above a lot of players simply because a ton of athletes aren't willing to behave this way. Okay, those are the seven tips that I have for volleyball athletes getting ready for tryouts. Now, there are only so many spots on a team. I know a lot of you have stiff competition when you're going into tryouts. However, all you have to do is just have one coach see potential in you, and that's going to increase the chances that you make the team. Your form doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to know everything ahead of time. You know, you don't need to know your footwork, especially for the younger ages. So even up through sophomore year of high school down to sixth or seventh grade, it's okay if your footwork isn't perfect or you don't know positions just yet. That's what a coach is there for, is to teach you those things. You're supposed to come in as the player with the will to be a good teammate and the work ethic that shows us we can make you into a good volleyball player. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the Get the Pancake podcast. I hope you enjoyed this special edition episode for our volleyball players who are listening out there. Coaches, I hope you're able to sit down with your child if they're getting ready for tryouts and talk about things that they're nervous about, things that they're excited about, and just help them prepare mentally and physically for tryouts. Again, thank you so much, and I will see you in the next episode.